So I've talked to a lot of women who have on their agenda to start weight training. The other week I was in the gym and ran into one of my gym buddies, you know, one of those women that you see in the locker room all the time and you've been saying hi forever. And she said, you know, Lynn, I was actually at the weight room today, standing at the door, ready to go in when I realized I actually have no idea what to do in there. And that was the clincher. She went to do something that she knew how to do, which was aerobics. So anyway, so now I want to talk a little bit about how to get started weight training, especially if you're a woman in middle age, because it is not the same as when you're 20. Sorry, 20 something fitness influencers, but one's body is different in middle age. No, we're not frail. You know, we don't break, but we do have to be more careful. I mean, just one example is I've had my very first muscle tear, very first one, when I was 50. I mean, it took 50 years for that to happen. And the craziest thing about it was that I wasn't even holding a weight in my hand and I didn't have cold muscles, nothing like that. I was doing a bodyweight squat in the middle of um, a workout and all of a sudden uh, felt something that didn't feel right in my inner thigh. Anyway, so my point is that when we are in middle age, it's not like we can just start and go full out and expect that there won't be repercussions from that. So that's why I want to talk about how do you actually get started weight training when you are in middle age already? So of course, one of the things you need to take into account is your overall level of fitness. But I will tell you that even if you have been working out regularly, doing your aerobics and you know, you're in really good cardiovascular shape, or even if you've been doing pump classes at the gym or circuit training or this kind of thing, you still should take it slow. Remember, this is a journey that you are going to continue on for the rest of your life. This is like brushing your teeth. It is basic maintaining your body so that it stays in good shape for the rest of your life to serve you for the rest of your life, right? So there is no, it's not like, hey, we're going to do this in 12 weeks and let's do hard and then go home. No, it is, you know, we want to build sustainable habits that keep us in good fitness and good health for the rest of our lives. So start carefully. And one thing that I would say is that you can expect that you will get sore. Uh, and that's not necessarily a good thing. It's one of those, one of those myths that has been built up. And it was something that I believed really firmly for a long time when I was just doing group fitness classes at the gym that, hey, if I'm not getting sore, then it probably wasn't that good of a workout, or I need to be swapping up my workouts often so that I will get sore. I was like chasing the sore. And since then, I have learned that actually when they study results and soreness, there really is not a clear correlation. You can have a really good workout and not get sore, and then you can get sore without actually doing any kind of real benefit for your muscles. So, I mean, just a little example, uh, I just swapped out some exercises for my own training program. I had been doing the same ones for a while and topic for another podcast. So I won't go into this too deep, but uh, in essence, you know, you can continue to do the same exercises for a very long time. But one of the reasons why it's nice to swap them out is that you kind of get bored. And, and uh, so then it just like makes it a little bit more fun when you're doing something a little different. Right. But anyway, so I had swapped in a couple of new exercises 
and was doing them with just body weight because I was getting my body acquainted again with these exercises that I hadn't done in several months doing body weight. So it was not something that I was really struggling with or anything, but oh my God, you know, I was so, I was like, okay, I haven't felt this in a while. And, uh, you know, contrast that to my normal workouts where I am really pushing myself close to failure or to failure. So I know I am doing muscle stimulating work and yet very rarely sore. I can feel my muscles. I can feel that they're tired, but I don't have that kind of soreness that, oh, I can't really lean over or Oop, it hurts to go up the stairs, that kind of thing. So in any case, so you need to do it carefully. You not only because you want to avoid injury, but also because sore is actually not so great. And in the beginning, when you're getting your body used to it, you will get the soreness. And then it's not such a great idea to go back into the weight room when you are really sore because it can affect how properly you're doing the exercises. And then you can injure yourself more easily. So slow and steady wins the race there. Really important Thing is to get a good program. And so what is a program? The choice of what exercises you're going to do. And you want to have a program that is designed by somebody who has some idea of how to design programs so that you're hitting all of your muscles and then be consistent. So do that program for weeks. You can even do it for months. You could even do it for years. Okay. There's some reasons why you might want to swap out at least some of the exercises, you know, over a longer term, things like because you're doing the exact same motions, it might be a good idea to switch a little bit. Also the variety that you get a little bit bored and, and all these kinds of things. But in essence, you could be doing the same program if you have a really good program um, for a longer period of time. But in order to see results in your strength or in building muscle, and by building muscle, I mean telling your body that, hey, I want to hold on to these muscles and improving your body composition and all the things that I discussed in my reasons why women should start lifting weights. So if you haven't heard that podcast, then go back and search for that one and listen to it next. I'll actually link it in the show notes. But in any case, so um, yeah, so in order to get some results, you want to be consistently doing the same exercises and applying progressive overload. And I will do a future episode on progressive overload a little bit more in depth. But basically what that means is that you want to be challenging your body like a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, you know, over time. Because if you're just doing the same thing, it's not going to stimulate your muscles, right? So, I mean, the same way that if you were training to do a marathon, you would do longer runs and longer runs and longer runs, because what you want is you want your body to adapt and make you in better shape to do a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So the progressive overload is super duper important. Um, and you want to fit this into your life in a realistic way. So this is maybe one of the most important factors for making this a sustainable habit, right? So a lot of people think, oh my God, you know, all in or nothing, right? But that is not the attitude that you need to have towards weight training. Even though it might not be optimal, you know, I'm doing air quotes for those of you who are listening to this, 
even though it might not be optimal for to, for example, to train less, it is still going to be better than nothing. For example, I have one client whose employer lets uh, the employees spend 15 minutes a day in their weight room. They have a weight room on site and it actually is a very nicely equipped weight room and they get 15 minutes a day to spend there. And so my client has a busy life and doesn't want to spend any more time, you know, going to the gym or whatever, but wants to maximize this 15 minutes. So I have designed a program where we fit it into those 15 minutes. And, you know, that is perfect in that case, right? And of course, you know, I hope (laughs) that once this habit is formed and there start to come the results, which I know there will come, that that the excitement level will build and then there'll be more of a, a desire or willingness to you know extend the amount of time spent weight training but if it's 15 minutes a day it's 15 minutes a day and uh and you find a program build a program around that so yeah that is super important and also fitting it in with your cardio so i have so, so, so many women who are in love with cardio. And of course, we, we Gen Xers have been raised thinking cardio is king, right? We have our sports watches. We love to look at that calorie burn. We love to uh, see the heart rates go up, all the things. We have been trained that if you don't feel like you've been hit by a truck by the end of your workout, it ain't a workout. And a lot of women are really, really reluctant to give up on that. So we need to work the weight training in there. I have another client who really knows that she needs to start weight training. And she has even seen that her upper body strength has really declined. She is 55 years old. She works out like crazy, you know, really consistently attack classes, dance classes, spinning classes, all the things, right? High um, cardio output. And yet she's noticing the muscle loss because she's not really doing anything to prevent that. So we're looking for her into some kind of a program where, okay, she, she adds one day a week, which is for weight training. And then how can we sprinkle in some weight training on her cardio days, like before the cardio class, doing a little bit of upper body, like maybe two upper body exercises, and then the cardio class, which is mainly lower body focused. So so there are creative ways that you can get it into your life. And it is better to just get started with something than not to get started at all. And of course, we all have different seasons of our life. Might be that right now you have a great, huge project going on at work and you can't afford to spend that much time in fitness. And so then you have a program that accommodates that. And then maybe in a year, you'll be able to do four days a week, an hour a time, which would be, I would say, fairly optimal for the weight training uh, for maximizing muscle growth. And then you do that. Yes. And finally, one thing that you do need, or actually two things still that you do need to take into account. One is that muscle growth actually doesn't happen in the weight room. It happens after you leave the weight room. So recovery is essential. The weight training session is the stimulus for muscle growth. And then after that is when the magic happens. So you need those recovery days. 
And if you're one of those women who is really like seven days a week, you know, two or three classes every time you go to the gym, that kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe you need to consider calming it down. You don't actually need that much. And I will do an episode later on my own experience with this because I have drastically cut down on my exercise amounts and I like, I've gotten really good results. And and we're talking not only on the muscle side, not only on the body recomposition side, but also VO2 max testing, which is testing your cardiovascular health. So you maybe don't need to be doing quite as much as you're doing. And the recovery is super important as well. So for example, for weight training, schedule it in so that you are not working the same muscles two days in a row. And this is one place where if you're doing your weight training in a group fitness class, where you're kind of doing a class here and there and whatever, then this is a bit of an issue because right now, for example, it's really, really popular to work your glutes. So you may go to a pump class one day where, of course, you're working your glutes. Then you go to a you know, a core class the next day and they throw in some glutes because everybody loves glutes. And then it's actually not really beneficial because you're working them you know, too much and you may actually inhibit progress. Less can, in some cases, be more. The other thing that is super important, especially for women in middle age and beyond, is to remember your protein. I think protein hasn't really been a focus and yet protein is super important. Okay. Even if you were not to weight lift, I would say, make sure you are getting enough protein in. And then of course, if you are doing some kind of weight training where you are trying to maintain your muscles or even grow your muscles to make up for the loss of muscles that you have experienced over time and to increase your strength and all those things, you need protein. Protein has amino acids. And those are the building blocks of muscle. And the thing about amino acids is that your body doesn't store them. They're not like fats that, you know, get stored in your body and you can use it later. Amino acids, if you don't use them, they get broken down. For that reason, you need to be eating protein all the time. I have a goal of building muscle right now. I'm trying to make up for the loss of muscle that I have experienced because I wasn't lifting for so many years or wasn't lifting hard enough. I was just going to pump classes and I want to do body recomposition. In other words, get rid of the fat, put on more muscle instead so that I'm leaner and toner and firmer and stronger and all the good things. So I eat one gram per pound of body weight. It is actually fairly challenging to get to there, but I will do an episode on protein uh, and how much to eat and how that whole thing works also. So stay tuned, subscribe <laughs> to make sure that you are not missing that. So, okay. So we've been talking about, you know, how women can start weight training in midlife. And so what we've identified so far is that, hey, let's set realistic timetable. Like what can you actually do? So get a realistic program for your lifestyle. I mean, great. If you're like, hey, I can swap everything out and do weight training and maybe do cardio once a week. Fabulous. Do that, but make it realistic for you and get it in the calendar, right? You've probably been going to group fitness classes and you know that you have to go at a specific time. Treat your weight training the same way, right? Put it in your calendar and show up when you're supposed to show up. Uh, remember the progressive overload so that you are constantly challenging your body a little bit more and a little bit more. 
you'll be using one program that you are following consistently. So not this, you know, program today and this other exercise the next day and the other and the other, because then you can't make sure that you're constantly challenging your body a little bit more and a little bit more. Remember your rest and recovery, because that's when the magic happens and the muscles actually grow. And, and then finally, remember to eat your protein. So here, those are just some of the things that you need to be aware of as you start your weight training journey. I'll be doing another episode on what it is actually like when you get started, because you know, you see all these videos on YouTube, you know, people really like pushing hard and, and doing all these things. And of course, yes, you want to get to that point where you're pushing yourself, but that's not day one, right? <laughs> the start is very different. And that's something that I've noticed with my students that that is something that a little bit catches them by surprise, that it's not like you walk in day one and there you are, right? So I want to discuss a little bit more about like what is realistic to expect in your first weeks of weight training. Anyhow, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I think I'll wrap up for today. So if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review. And of course, subscribe to make sure that you don't miss another episode. If you are interested in getting started weight training or want some help with weight training coaching, then please reach out to me. That's what I'm here for. I do one-to-one coaching, and I also have a 12-week Kickstarter program that has education on what you should be doing, how you should be doing it, why you should be doing it, all the things. It has a weight training program with all the exercises chosen for you, instructional videos, how to do all the things, plus one-to-one sessions with me so that you do get the personalized coaching as well. And that's been a great set for getting people started. So... Looking forward to seeing you next time. Have a great week.